and welcome to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick, and with me today I have Portfolio Manager Julie Kudasov and Senior Research Analyst for the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small Cap Quality Value Portfolio. Julie, thank you very much for the time today. Hello, Jordan. Happy to be here. Julie, the fourth quarter of 2022 saw some improvements in the equity returns, supported by the expectation of the Fed potentially slowing down their tightening cycle in the coming quarters. Can you discuss some of the key additional factors that supported these returns during the fourth quarter? Equities rallied in the fourth quarter following better-than-expected inflation data and the Federal Reserve's Chairman Powell's comments indicating that the central bank would ease the pace of interest rate increases. The Fed's aggressive monetary policy and a significant reduction in post-pandemic supply chain disruptions were the two key drivers behind inflation slowing in the second half of the year. Interestingly, the Russell 2000 value benchmark's fourth quarter's performance was driven by names with low quality, both earnings and balance sheet-wise such as those in the commodity-driven energy and material sectors, as well as more defensive segments, such as utilities. Julie, what were some of the names that detracted most from the performance during the quarter, and what were some of the key contributors, positively? Leslie's, ticker LESL, was our weakest performer during the quarter. Other detractors included Armstrong World Industries, ticker AWI, First Financial Bank Shares, ticker FFIN, WD-40 Company, ticker WDFC, and Hillman Solutions Corporation, ticker HLMN. Leslie's is the largest pool retailer in the U.S., with nearly a 1,000 locations, which is bigger than the company's 20 largest competitors combined. In our view, Leslie's strong brand carries well over to e-commerce, with the company supplying the bulk of category sales on Amazon. Leslie's digital sales are five times larger than their next largest digital competitor. And if Leslie's digital business were a standalone entity, it would have been the second largest pool supply retailer behind only their own store network. From our perspective, the pool retail industry is an attractive, steadily growing one with consumers' post-pandemic focus on outdoor spaces as well as continued population migration to the Sunbelt expected to support this growth over the long term. Once built, a pool needs to be maintained whether used or not. As a result, roughly 80% of Leslie's business is non-discretionary, recurring in nature with 2022 marking the company's 59th consecutive year of revenue growth. Shares lagged, however, driven by investor concerns over input cost inflation. We view these issues as temporary and believe that Leslie's solid market positioning remains intact. Leslie's scale and brand power are by far superior to competitors. And as retail becomes increasingly digital, we believe Leslie's should benefit in comparison to smaller peers that do not have sufficient resources to compete. RLI Corporation, ticker RLI, was our highest stock contributor for the quarter. Other top contributors were Azenta, ticker AZTA, Albany International Corporation, ticker AIN, 
Julio Hanloki, Tika HLI, and National Beverage Corporation, Tika FIZZ. RLI is a property and casualty insurance company with a focus on markets requiring specialized expertise. The company has a strong underwriting culture and a compensation system that is driven by profitability rather than growth. From our perspective, this, combined with the company's specialty focus, has allowed RLI to outperform the industry on all profitability metrics. Shares perform strongly, supported by solid operating results and positive outlook, with the company well-positioned to take advantage of favorable insurance market dynamics. RLI's underwriting discipline was on full display, as profitability remained positive despite significant losses from Hurricane Ian. Our recent meeting with management reaffirmed our confidence in RLI's ability to navigate the constantly changing insurance landscape by maintaining the company's culture of ownership and accountability. Lastly, as we move into the first quarter, what were some of the key considerations you and the team are evaluating from a portfolio perspective as we move into 2023? COVID-19 has once again proven to be an unpredictable enemy, as evidenced by the recent case resurgence in China, so it will remain a wild card, at least in the near term. Slowing economic growth continues to be most concerning, however, particularly as it is taking place against the backdrop of inflationary pressures further exacerbated by a great deal of turmoil and uncertainty on the geopolitical front. While improved, Inflation remains elevated, putting pressure on consumer spending, the key driver of the U.S. economy, and on businesses, unable to offset input cost increases with higher prices. The recent shift in the central bank's interest rate policy may or may not prevent a recession, but we believe it should certainly mitigate the severity of a downturn. Employment and wage inflation will be key to watch, however, with current labor supply resilient, and wage growth above levels the Fed sees as consistent with its 2% inflation goal. While the environment remains both challenging and uncertain, we believe that we are well positioned. In our experience, slowing economic growth usually leads investors to focus on quality, solid balance sheets, earnings stability, strong returns on capital, and sustainable secular growth. We shy away from capital intensity, and direct commodity exposure, and in our view, our company's leading market positioning provides them with solid pricing power. We see companies that are strong free cash flow generators, self-funding entities that do not rely on external capital for growth. For them, a less accommodative rate environment tends to serve as a tailwind from a competitive standpoint. As always, our focus is on differentiated businesses, self-funding entities producing solid returns on capital from strong balance sheets, a set of characteristics which we believe is highly relevant in this uncertain environment. Julie, as always, thank you for the time and the insights, and we look forward to future conversations. Thanks, Jordan. You have just listened to KaneCast, hosted by Jordan Greenhouse. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.kane.com. K
KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rednick Investment Management. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.